Welcome to Clear Thinking Out Loud, written and narrated by Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge. Hi, I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and welcome to Three Techniques for Treating Jealousy. Save your clients' relationships by helping them get their misused imagination under control. Oh, beware, my lord of jealousy. It is the green-eyed monster which doth mock the meat it feeds on. Now, as Iago from Shakespeare's Othello, and Shakespeare famously called jealousy the green-eyed monster. Knowing when we're consumed by it, we humans can act in pretty monstrous ways. An accusatory, suspicious, withdrawing affection. We can make life miserable, not only for our partners, but also for ourselves. And of course, sometimes people do have perfectly genuine and justifiable reasons to feel jealous. You know, the problem is then situation-related rather than psychology-related in a way. But if someone is feeling jealous with no real cause, or their jealousy has grown way out of proportion to any actual wrongdoing of their partner, then that's where we as therapists and counsellors can make a difference. And by the way, if you're suffering from jealousy yourself, you might find my article on overcoming jealousy more helpful. So what is jealousy? When I'm treating the green-eyed monster, I always think it's worth talking cognitively with the client about what jealousy is. You know, for example, I would say something like, um, jealousy is a misuse of the imagination, and the imagination can do a pretty good impression of mimicking reality. Okay. And just think how often you've completely believed a dream was real until you woke up. Okay. That's how real the imagination can seem to us. And that's why when we're jealous, we start to believe the things we've made up in our own heads and act as if they were real. Okay, Like questioning our partner obsessively about their day at work because we've spent hours imagining them flirting with their colleagues. So apart from um, emphasizing that imagination is not the same thing as reality necessarily, how can we really make a difference to the jealous client who has at least been big enough to come looking for help. So here are three therapy techniques you can use to dispel your client's jealous obsession. So number one, explore the past. And I hate that expression personally. Exploring the past is a phrase that conjures up all those things that are bad about certain forms of psychotherapy. You know, focusing on past hurts at the expense of successes and resources or locking people into long-term treatment with no clear therapy goals or end in sight. So the trouble with the past is that there tends to be an awful lot of it. Okay. Holding on to the unfounded dogma that insight into the true origin of a problem will be enough to dissolve it and, and, and so on. So exploring the past has connotations. However, we do, of course, need to know something about how patterns of thought behind problems like jealousy may have become established in the first place in order to clearly distinguish the past from the present. So a chronically jealous client will typically have felt bitterly betrayed in some past relationship. They may have been genuinely cheated on or let down or abandoned unexpectedly. Or they may have developed a materialistic style of human relationships, seeing other people as possessions to be used and controlled as they see fit. So discovering where the jealous pattern may have originated is a first step to dealing with it. Two, separate past from present. 
So the, the saying has it once bitten, twice shy, is the problem in a nutshell for many jealous clients. Having been cheated on before, they expect their next partner to do the same. So we might ask them to describe at length and even write down all the ways their current partner and situation is different from the past partner and circumstances, such as, you know, he always calls if he's going to be late. She hates the previous partner's favorite food. Her hair's a different color. She discusses problems in the relationship rather than avoiding them and so forth. What are all the differences between this current partner and the last one or the one that let them down? This can be a very powerful intervention that gets them to appreciate that then is not now and to stop laying the past on their current partner. Number three, encourage good use of the imagination. So making up damaging scenarios and believing them is a misuse of a most useful and potentially beneficial tool that we humans have, our imaginations. So we can help our jealous clients learn how to guide their imagination towards more helpful uses. So ask about times they get jealous. For example, you know, they they might uh, get jealous seeing their partner talking to attractive colleagues at a social function, for example, or when their partner has gone out for the night um, with their own friends and encourage them to see those situations whilst feeling relaxed and calm perhaps while they're enjoying a hot bath or in hypnosis. The more they mentally rehearse uh, these these frightening scenarios or jealousy-causing scenarios whilst feeling relaxed, the more they'll train their mind to tag the situation as something not to worry about and create a new pattern match to feel physically calm and relaxed the next time they're in one of those situations in reality. And in this way, we can begin to separate imagination from emotionality and unhook the old automatic association of jealousy. It's also useful to remind clients that no one ever uh, makes a fool out of you by cheating on you. Okay, they only make a fool out of themselves, of course. I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and if you'd like to subscribe to my email newsletter, you can find it over at unk, that's unk.com slash blog. 